cheating in the next room. Making plans to meet him soon. Talking softly on the telephone. Hey, Mr. Big Dick. <laughs> yes, indeed. Amen. Say, man. Thank y'all for joining me tonight for another episode of Death of the Age of You Can't Whoop Me Edition, where a dry bitch could never. When y'all get in here, go ahead and like the video, share the video, and make sure that y'all subscribe to the YouTube channel. Tonight, we're going to talk about the way that these women be out here hurting them, themselves and causing their own pain, their own heartache. Um, if y'all want to join the live and give you your, your two cents or have my boy Montoya say, give your three cents, I have the link in the comments. You can click that link and you can jump on here with me. Um if you're not going to be all long-winded or whatever the case may be. Y'all give me one second here. Let me put my phone on the charger while I'm sitting up here playing with props or whatever phone about to die. Hold on, y'all. Child. Anyway, y'all, check this out, right? So um, I was having a conversation on actual, actually it was Montoya's show, The Mental Dialogue. And he was talking about infidelity. And we all grown. We all understand that infidelity, it happens in relationships. We're not going to make it seem like infidelity happened in every relationship. We're not trying to uh, make it seem like all men cheat. So that's our housekeeping rules. We we, we got to do a little bit of housekeeping before we could build on this conversation. Because I don't want people to get the feeling no type of way, right? So this ain't no conversation about all men cheating or whatever and in every relationship there is infidelity and infidelity is just inevitable but we just gonna keep it real and we're gonna talk about how to maneuver through that thing and some things to look at and some things that we could do better in order to minimize our heartache as women right and we ain't gonna make it seem like women don't cheat too because women cheat too we're some of the best cheaters but we ain't talking about us right now we're talking about how to maneuver when it's happening to you right Okay, so first thing first, the worst thing that you want to do if you're dealing in a situation with a person that got you feeling some type of way, that got you feeling insecure, that got you feeling like that they are out there doing something, the last thing you want to do is go snooping and try and dig up dirt and try and put evidence together to validate your insecurities and what it is that you're feeling. Um, you don't want to make that person feel like they can't even trust you, that, that that they don't have their own right to privacy. The best thing for you to do in that particular situation, if you feel in some type of way, is to have a conversation with that person, not accusing them of anything. You don't want to go and accuse a person of cheating. You want to have a conversation with them and be like, hey, you know, I'm feeling some type of way because of these things, because you're moving a little different, not coming out saying, hey, I think you're cheating on me. Um, because a lot of times what happens is when women think that a man is cheating on her, only thing y'all doing is giving him the game plan on how to hurt you. Uh, if somebody is cheating on you, they out here doing some dirt, they're not going to stop doing what they're doing. They just going to find a different way to do it. So the more and more that you confront this man about cheating on you, you only giving him like things to look at and, and make him a better player. So if he knowing that, hey, you looking over here to try and catch me, well, I'm going to 
switch this up a little bit because you on my trail over here. So the more and more that you be like, hey, I, I went through your phone and I seen this or I went through your, your uh, pants and I seen this or uh, I put two and two together and all that kind of stuff. And you give him the, the, the way that you actually figured everything out. Oh, man, you finna you finna create a monster. You finna you, because the, that's the reason why we're able to cheat so good because we know all of those little things. See, men, men, I, I don't think I could say this word, but men slow. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to say dumb, but I can't say that. I don't want to get taken down for uh whatever these people be taking me down for. But men are slow. They don't think about the particulars. They don't think about the details. They don't think about all of the other things that can happen to what ifs. You know what I'm saying? The different scenarios that women think about. So we think about those things when we're cheating. That's why it's hard for us to get caught. And that's why it's easy for us to catch y'all. But the thing is, is women mess up when they tell the man all of these things that we have actually discovered because he's not going to change what it is that he's doing. He's just going to change the way that he is doing it. And you ain't going to be able to catch up with that nigga after a while. He's going to be playing right under your nose and you're going to be looking crazy, right? Another thing, too, before I go any further, I want to... um remind you guys to like the video share the video make sure you subscribe to the youtube channel um eve burt said what in the tony braxton is going on girl you funny um another thing too right if you just so happen to be in a situation where somebody is cheating on you don't go telling other people that somebody is cheating on you don't go tell your friends i know it's a jerk reaction that'll make you feel like hey i need to vent to somebody you know, or I want to drag him and I want to make him look bad or whatever. He don't give a damn. He out there having fun, you know, talk, running through him a whole bunch of little free pussy or whatever. He don't give a damn about you trying to make him look bad or anything like that. You make yourself look bad and you put yourself in a situation where you almost feel forced to leave and you really don't want to go. See, a woman can put up with a whole bunch of stuff. Until it's, it's, it's that thing where when a woman is fed up, there's nothing you could do about it. Because a woman, not, if you love a man, nine times out of ten, you're going to stay there, stay there until you don't love him no more. And what a man don't understand is when a woman is fed up, it's nothing that you could do about it. It's because we're going to stay there the whole time until we don't love you anymore a lot of times. And once we don't love you anymore, it ain't nothing you could do. Now I don't even want your ass. I'm talking crazy or whatever. Fuck you, your mama, your dad, grandma. We're going to talk real crazy. We're going to get to pulling people about the grave. You hear me? We're going to drag everybody, your whole family, you know what I'm saying? Everything. Everybody must die at that particular point, you know? So if you knowing that you're with a guy who is cheating on you, and you go and tell all of these people, you put your back up against the wall to where you can't make the executive decision to go ahead and stay with this guy because you're dealing with a whole lot of pressure from people that's making you feel like you're stupid if you were to leave him. But all at the same time, the same women that's sitting up here trying to make you feel like you're stupid for leaving this guy is the same women that is probably dealing with a dude that's doing far worse than what your man is actually doing. And they ain't even considering stepping out the door. So you got to keep that in mind as well, right? Then you have this thing that brought me here tonight. You have this thing where these people who are getting cheated on, these women who are getting cheated on, I do not understand 
why it's the thing where women, when they get cheated on, they be looking for a confession. They have all of the evidence that this man is stepping out, but they be wanting a confession. There is the, a, a, a cheater is not someone who is going to confess and tell you the truth. A cheater is a liar. Like, it's ridiculous to me. It's so crazy that people expect the truth of, out of a cheater. That ain't how any of this works. Like, you're really thinking that this guy is going to tell you the truth. You're, you're shitting yourself. You know what I'm saying? The best thing for you to do is make an executive decision in your life. If it's not working for you, just go ahead and go about your business. But you shouldn't be walking, sitting around a cheater expecting some type of confession that is it's just not going to work like that you know what i'm saying and the thing is is you're creating a hostile environment for yourself if you knowing that you're not going to leave matter of fact he should leave you you know what i'm saying because you're being dramatic at this particular point when you know you're not going to leave you're just creating a hostile environment that is not good for anybody. Don't nobody want to hear this shit. You constantly nagging. You constantly got an issue or whatever. It's like if you know that you're not going to leave, let that man cheat in peace. What's wrong with it? You're creating heartache and pain for your own self. Like a lot of women be going through a whole bunch of drama with outside women and going back and forth with their men about certain things or whatever, which they don't even have to. Just take your ass to sleep and let that nigga wander the streets because you ain't going nowhere. Just make sure the doors is locked and you safe, you secure. If you got a little pistol or something about a nightstand because you know this nigga ain't coming home tonight and you know you ain't going to leave in the morning. So you need to go take your ass to sleep. Get you some melatonin or whatever y'all be doing. Taking these uh, steam baths. Get you some uh, bath uh, bombs or something or whatever. And let that fizzle all off in your pussy. And dry your ass off. Lay down and go to sleep. Just go to sleep. Get you some rest. Okay? Because you ain't going nowhere. Quit tripping off that nigga. And you know you ain't going nowhere. Because that's what makes you look stupid. That part. Don't nobody want to hear that over and over and over and over again. You got to have some sense about yourself. You know, and you got to quit creating your own heartbreak. Just, it's, and it's best to just live in bliss. Act like, just be a Ray Charles to the bullshit. And I want to say something to these men too. You know, a lot of, well, I'm going to say that, I ain't going to just say this to the men, but I'm going to just say this to the men and the women that's out there, right? If you're one of those people who's cheated and you're you're stepping out and your 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 spouse isn't bothering you about it or whatever, right? And you just so happens to feel guilty. You can't live with yourself. And this is a I'm going to tell you something. This is how people end up getting on folks ass in a relationship when they're cheating is because you feel guilty when you're cheating and you start acting funny and moving different or whatever, and that person is able to pick up. See, you can't be having no conscience when you out here cheating. You know what I'm saying? You 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 can't have a heart when you out here cheating. You know what I'm saying? Y'all be having these guilty conscience or whatever. You be emotional. You the you a, a soft ass cheater. You got feelings and you cheating or whatever. So now you guilty and you got somebody looking at you, realizing, hey, something ain't right about you right now. And then you feeling some type of way about yourself. And a lot of times people who cheat, they'll come out and they'll admit it. And they'll just tell the person, you don't never tell nobody you're cheating. I don't give a damn. You don't never tell them that. Um, 
let them do what they're going to do with the information that they have. But if this person don't know, don't tell them. Like, I've actually had a situation. I bullshit you not, y'all. I actually had a situation where I was minding my good old business. I was in love with this man. Everything was going good. I didn't think anything of what he was doing. He didn't give me any reason to doubt him. I'm not even the type that even if he gave me a reason to doubt him, I don't go and cause a scene or make it an issue or whatever and present him with evidence hot coming to him, waking him up, talking about here's exhibit A and shit. I don't do none of that. If I feel some type of way, I just pack up and lean going on about my business because you ain't finna make me feel like I ain't getting the love that I deserve or whatever the case may be. That's enough for me. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got to know that you're cheating. Matter of fact, I ain't never really dealt with infidelity to that extent because we ain't not finna go that far. But um, this particular guy, right, I was crazy about him. Matter of fact, I was finna, I was, I was real dumb about him. You hear me? Um. One day I said to myself, shit, I'm finna get his name tattooed on me. I was that stupid. <laughs> you hear me? I'm finna get his name tattooed on me. And I told him, baby, you could take me up to the tattoo shop. I love you so much. I'm gonna get your name tattooed on me. And he knew he was on some bullshit. And he was like, you really? I'm finna take you up there. But the whole time when we was on our way up there, he kept on coming up with shit to do. You got to go buy you some weed. You know what I'm saying? You, We need to go get something to eat now because now you done got the munchies from buying your weed. You know, we didn't even, none of that was in the plans or whatever, right? So I ended up not getting a tattoo. Thankfully, I did. I'm going to tell you something. I wasn't this stupid, though. So let me, let me bag back a little bit i wasn't that stupid that i was gonna get his actual name his name was uh his nickname was like a, a symbol of a game piece so i actually was just gonna get uh that symbol on me which that that's his name that's his nickname or whatever right so anyway here's the thing this particular guy he ended up telling me one day he was like i got something to tell you and I guess he had forgot that um, he had something to tell me. So he he was out of town when he had told me this. And, and he came back into town and he told me what he was supposed to tell me. So I'm sitting up here. I'm nervous or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to, you know, get the magnifying glass and mirror whatever, checking my pussy, trying to make sure I ain't got nothing. Do a quick little STD test real quick because it scared the fuck out of you. You got this nigga. You fucking wrong. And then... He, he got something that he got to tell you and he can't tell you over the phone. So this is just some real serious information. It done scared the shit out of me. It has started to feel like I'm, I'm starting to itch a little bit in that type of, I'm thinking I'm better, ready, I'm ready to die. Like my heart racing or whatever. I'm like, I wonder if this nigga gave me something I can't feel. Like all this stuff going on. I'm going to get pregnancy tests. It's pissing on the stick. But my period had just done went off about two weeks ago. So I'm like, I know I ain't pregnant. So this nigga must have gave me a disease so I, it's all kinds of shit going on with me i'm about to pull up to the emergency care center you know what i'm saying for them to scrape out my pussy real quick because what the fuck is going on right so i'm like damn this nigga i'm like you can't tell me right now and he's like no nah, i need to look in your eyes and tell you so i'm like oh we i know i'm finna die now god damn i'm dead you hear me so i'm like oh my god so anyway he gets into he gets into town so we get into town 
And I'm so happy to see him. I forgot. I felt like, you know what I'm saying? I was about to die. You know what I'm saying? I'm jumping up all happy to see him or whatever the case may be. And I was just like, he kissing all over me. And I was like, well, shit, if he gave me an SCB, I already got it now. So we might as well go ahead and, you know what I'm saying, do a little fucking. You know what I'm saying? If he got it, I got it. We got it together. You hear me? So, um... We did our little thing or whatever. So he laying there. I'm laying on him. We butt booted ass naked. So you know how it is once you done had sex with a man. You can ask him anything, get anything about him. That's when you start asking a nigga for some money and them bags and all this stuff you want. Like you got a fucking person just lay there and rub on his chest and be like, baby, you know, talk real sweet to him or whatever. You could get what you want. Um, so anyway, so I'm laying there. So I'm baby, you remember you had something to tell me? You know what I'm saying? He was like, oh, yeah. This nigga get to sitting up. He done set up. So I'm like, oh, shit. So now I remember earlier today, I felt like I was about to die. You hear me? So I'm like, oh, my God. Don't let this nigga tell me he done gave me this package. So I'm like, oh, then I done had sex with him again. I'm like, I'm really finna die twice. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna wake up dead as fuck. You hear me? So I'm like, oh, my God. So all this stuff going on. So then he was like, you remember the ex that I had told you about? So now I'm, oh man, this man finna tell me about a bitch that I ain't never met. I don't even care. Like what, what's going on? So I'm now I'm thinking he, he finna tell me he got a baby on the way or something like that. I could deal with it. Don't give me no package. So I'm like, okay, that's her problem. You know what I'm saying? We could work through that because that's her problem. You know, let her push the nappy head, snot and nose ass baby out and be up all night. Uh, checking bottles or whatever so i'm like okay he got a baby on the way so my mind just racing right so i'm like yeah i remember and then he was like um well that's actually my wife and i'm like you married <laughs> you know what i'm saying i'm like what but she lived in another state or whatever because they was going through marital issues come to find out so I'm like, oh, you married? So he was like, yeah. And um, he said, well, when I had went out there recently, he said, we, we messed around. So I'm my dumb ass. I'm sitting up here. I'm like, damn, this nigga done cheated on me. So I'm, I'm fucked up. I'm like, hold on. Well, that's his wife. So is he cheating on me or he cheating on her? So now I'm doing all this dumb. Ass. So I'm like, am I getting cheated on or am I a side chick? But well, no, he's cheating on me because we're in a relationship and they not together. They separated or whatever. And I'm his girl. So that means he's cheating on me. So now I realize, like, nigga, you got me fucked up once I put this shit together. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm the main girl right now. Damn them damn papers, nigga. You fucking on me raw or whatever. You got me fucked up. You know what I'm saying? So he had calmed me all the way down. I was more so upset over the fact that he was married. Not the fact that he had slept with her. You get what I'm saying? Like, that part didn't bother me because I was so in love with this guy. And I'm thinking we going in a certain direction or whatever. And I guess because of the direction that we were going in, he like, er, let me slow you down real quick. And I guess he felt like he needs to, you know, uh, uh, remove some of his emotion and slow himself down. Go get him a little piece of pussy so he could, so he could get me out his head a little bit but so he could figure some shit out. I really do feel like niggas do stupid shit so they could get out of their emotions and they could figure things out. I really do think that that happens sometimes. Like, let me 
let me go play the field real quick so I could get this girl out of my head because it's too much going on right now. I really think that's what it is. But anyway, this is what ended up happening. So all of this ended up going on. Then it was a, a long other drawn out part of the story or whatever. We, we ain't going to even get into that. We'll get into that another time, right? But you know what? I decided because I'm like, hmm, I'm still in love with him. Like, I'm not going to, you told me you married and she's out of town. Y'all clearly separated. You know what I'm saying? And you my bae or whatever. I'm not going to fall out of love with you the next day. I know that I'm, I don't want to leave you alone. I'm not going to force myself to leave you alone. So it's just, let me kind of deal with this right here, right now. And just go on by my business because in just I didn't create a, a hostile environment or whatever because it's like I know that I'm not ready to leave. So once the once I realize, hey, I'm not ready to leave, I'm not gonna leave you. I know that right now. I know I'm not ready to leave. So I don't even want to talk to you about it. I don't even want to know. I want to go back to the days when I didn't even know that this person was who you saying she is right now. I'm going back. I'm taking my mind back to the point where I did not know that you was out there fucking on her and she was your wife. I'm 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 going back there because I was okay without knowing, you know. So even though in this particular situation I ended up being the side girl, but I didn't stay in that situation long because this nigga ended up moving or whatever. But I'm saying all this to say I didn't remove myself from the situation until I was ready to remove myself in the situation. And in the process of being in the situation, I did not create a hostile environment. I didn't create a hostile environment and constant argument and going back and forth or whatever. I just lived in that moment that I was in and I was happy with that moment that I was in. Eventually, yeah, things ended up happening and I ended up leaving him alone or whatever the case may be but before then i didn't create a hostile environment and that's what i'm saying as far as let that man cheat in peace even if you're the one that say for instance you're the wife or the main chick or however you want to prioritize yourself if you knowing that you are not going to leave leave the bullshit at the door ain't no sense of Ain't no sense of arguing about it. Ain't no sense of like poking at it. Ain't no sense of bringing it up. Ain't no sense of looking at this nigga talking about, mm-hmm, you think you slick, don't it, smelling his dick when he come through the threshold or whatever the case may be. Ain't no sense of you doing all that. You know that nigga cheating. You know you ain't gonna go nowhere. Take your ass to sleep. Get you some rest. You know what I'm saying? And in the meantime, in the between time or whatever the case may be, if you gotta get under another man to get over that man, you could do that while you're with his ass. If that's the case, you know what I'm saying? I ain't going to tell you what to do, but I'm just saying you could do it like that. You ain't got to wait to everything um, dismantle to go do what you feel like you need to do in order to make yourself happy. Because clearly he doing his thing. But if you knowing that you ain't ready to jump out there, jump out the window and go on about your business, shut the fuck up. Leave that man alone. And let him cheat in peace. Amen. But anyway, y'all, thank y'all so much for joining me tonight for another episode of the Death of the Age of You Can't Whoop Me edition that ended up turning into a story time. And you know, over here, a dry bitch could never. You hear me? But um, anyway, y'all know every Monday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, I am on the Hip Hop School Past and Present podcast um, this Monday. Um, 
we will have Charleston White on the podcast at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, the Hip Hop School Past and Present. I ain't even got the goddamn fly in my thing, but um, y'all definitely don't want to miss that. It's going to be an explosive show. You know, that is the most controversial nigga on the internet, and it is going down. So we're going to get into some things with uh, with Charleston White. Uh, make sure that y'all go and subscribe to the YouTube channel, the Hip Hop School Past and Present, because you don't want to miss that. I have the link down in the comments on the description on my YouTube channel. Um, on my YouTube channel, it's in the description box where you could click on it and subscribe to that. Make sure that you um, like this video, you share this video, and you subscribe to my YouTube channel as well as follow me on all of my social medias. Follow us on all of our social medias, goddamn me. And um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to play y'all the intro song to uh, the Hip Hop School Past and Present. Um, thank y'all so much for joining me tonight. I hope y'all picked up what I'm putting down. Y'all have a good one. Bye-bye. I hope you black men were paying attention. I hope you black men were paying attention. It's the Hip Hop School that time. Past and Present Podcast. It's that time. All regions stand up. On your feet. North, south, Everywhere. east. Everywhere. Where you at? And west. Huh? Midwest, where you at? At the fool, you gotta be tight with your tool when you go to the hip hop school. Be grown in the crime, all primo fur and deja rule, child. Get out your feelings, you get booed at the hip hop school. You know the rule. At the fool, you gotta be tight with your tool when you go to the hip hop school. You can't be mad, cause you got swag and easy cool. Bitch. Your motherfucking problem knowledge rule at the hip hop school. You know the rule, act a fool. You gotta be tight with your tool when you go to the hip hop school. Game look like that, I'm into slug out artifacts. The truth is cool, but that's just fuel at the hip hop school. Past and present.